0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Change Matters. We're your hosts, and I'm Aditya.
1: And I'm Sandra.
0: So, Change Matters is a podcast hosted by the Common Sense Money Management Center at the University of Texas at Dallas. As students, we want to promote financial literacy on our campus at UTD and make finance more accessible, relatable, and practical for young adults.
1: Yeah, that's right. And in today's episode, kind of going along our theme of budgeting that we've been on in this past semester, um, we'll be talking about different applicable ways and giving examples of how you can actually track your spending. So as an overview, we'll kind of talk about the different methods like paper, using a spreadsheet, using your banking app. We'll go over a few apps that we've found um, to be helpful for a lot of people. Um and this actually came up as an idea for an episode based off of our listeners like you. In one of our workshops, it was feedback that students wanted um, more tools and like actual examples. So that's why we decided to do this episode. So we're so so thankful for all of our listeners to, for giving this feedback to us and for listening. Um, and at the end of this episode, I'll give more information on how you as well can give us feedback and provide suggestions for what you want to hear in episodes because we do these episodes for y'all so anything you want to hear anything you want to learn about finances feel free to let us know and we will for sure do it so on that note the first thing that I wanted to that we both wanted to start off with in terms of how to actually track your spending is the paper method so I personally use a paper budgeting planner now. Um, I bought a planner. It's from this company called uh, Best Self, but it's called The Self Planner. And in it, there's um, just like three columns for budgeting. Um, I bought it because since we are on Zoom and Microsoft Teams and stuff a lot, I prefer using paper now for uh, my daily planners and also budgeting um, just to limit my screen time. So that's why I decided to do that. Um, but you don't have to buy a planner. You can buy or make a notebook that tracks your expenses. You can have three columns in it or as many columns as you'd like. But um, if you want to start off with making your own, you can have three columns. One that has your income for um, the month. As some of you may know, especially if you've attended our workshops, you know that I like to uh, track my budgets and spending actually weekly as opposed to monthly because I get paid bi-weekly. So my columns are actually bi-weekly. So every month we'll have two columns in it or two rows in it. So for example, for this month of October, that's almost over since we're recording this on the 29th, um, there's been two columns. So one was the first period, the first two weeks of the month. The second one is the second two weeks of the month. And I put how much I made um, for the first two weeks. And then I put, based off of how much um, I knew I was going to be spending in those two weeks, what my budget was gonna be. And then in the third column, I put if I actually stuck to it. So if I stuck to it and I had a little money extra over, I put that in the third column. And if I went over, then I use like red or something (laughs) to like indicate that I went over and that I need to reevaluate my budget for the following month. So that's just how I do it. Um, I know if some of you guys have attended our workshops, I put examples of like paper budgets in some of the budgeting workshops that I do just because I'm a paper person but it's dependent on you. Um, and paper can be easier, um, I'll, though the cons is that paper budgets or notebooks can be easier to lose and it's not necessarily accessible any everywhere unless you wanna carry around your notebook with you everywhere. So that is a con um, and something to keep in mind, but that's just something that I personally do. What about you, Aditya? What are your methods that you use?
0: Yeah, so I guess, like, not to really discount what you do, but I actually don't prefer paper at all. I've tried it before, and I've just had issues with keeping track of it just because you have to, like, open it up and, like, always have to (laughs) update it. So, like, honestly, like, for me, I've always felt like Excel and spreadsheets were a lot easier just because I use them a lot for school, like, in finance classes I had a, I felt pretty comfortable with Excel. So I just liked it just because you just have to create a spreadsheet and put in all the equations of like putting your income and then subtracting your expenses. And then if you just put in the numbers of like things that you spent every month or every week, then some of the equations will like automatically update on its own. So you don't have to do some of that math yourself. So that's one thing I've really preferred about it. It's just that it's really easy to work around once you understand the concept. But kind of like with paper budgeting, it's not really accessible everywhere unless you carry your laptop everywhere or have it on your phone on Google Sheets or something. But it could still be not as accessible as some other things. So we'll also be talking about a few apps that you can use as well if you guys want to hear about those. So I guess one thing that I've also used is online banking. So for a lot of different banks like you might be with and you might have a checking account with they'll have an online banking app that you can use. And this is really useful because you'll be able to see your current bank balance whenever you want, just by logging in. I know for me, for the app, all I have to do is scan my fingerprint on my phone. It's And it's really easy, it takes like a second, and then I can get into my bank account. But this is really useful because it shows spending on a lot of different categories, or just like throughout the week, throughout the month. And you can see like where exactly your money is going. So it's really helpful just because Pretty much all of us have our phones with us wherever we're going every day. So it's a really easy way to keep track of your expenses as well, especially if you're like on the go in like the grocery store and you need to know exactly what your current money status is. Do you have any other experience with apps, Sandra?
1: Yeah, I also use my banking app, not necessarily the budgeting tool, because like you, you're totally right. Like with my um, banking app, there is like a, like, you know, there's like a pie chart <laughs> that you can see at the bottom. that Yeah. Like actually- <laughs> Like you spent this much on like gas and transportation and this much on like entertainment. So I don't use that part, but I definitely use it like you um, to see like what my current bank statement is. Um, Kind of like you mentioned, if I had a really busy day and I like didn't necessarily track what I was spending that day, or I didn't really quite catch how much I thought I spent Um, I'll check the banking app just to be absolutely sure and I also used the banking app in the very beginning when I was setting up my paper budget and really when I was setting up my budget in general and I actually went through and I printed out my last three months of expenses to create my first budget ever which sounds kind of intense (laughs) (laughs) but I did it just because I had no idea what my actual spending patterns were. So I thought it was really helpful because the bank keep tracks of it so I could see what my, roughly what my habits were so I could make an accurate prediction for the next month to see if that budget would actually work for me or not. Um, obviously, I don't do that anymore. You don't really need to do that after you create a budget that works for you the first time. But um, yeah, that is some of the experience I had with online banking. With other apps, um, I used to use um, an app An actual budgeting app not a paper budget or not a banking app i don't anymore like i said because i'm trying to limit screen time but like aditya said we take our phones everywhere (laughs) absolutely everywhere so it's really really accessible and that's a huge pro for a lot of people Um, and a lot of apps are really really good about tracking your expenses uh, with various categories like food utilities and entertainment And you can create other categories if you have them. Um, And they can connect to your bank account too. So you don't have to input every single time you spend something into another app. Um, So yeah, I'll let Aditya take it away with the first two apps that we have.
0: Yeah, so I think like in the past, we've had a lot of people ask about different apps that they could use. And -hmm. there's obviously like a lot of different options out there. But we want to give you guys some of the most popular and also unique kinds that you can look into or if those don't work out, then you, go, you can always use some of the other methods that we talked about, like how Sandra had a journal or how I use an Excel spreadsheet. You just need to figure out what works best for you. So I guess the first one I wanted to talk about specifically was Mint. So this is a really popular one, probably one of the most popular ever. Most people know about it, and it was made by Intuit. And basically what Mint does is that it'll sync your bank account to, you, to your Mint account, and then it'll track what your spending is on there. And it's a completely free app. So this is really useful because like Sandra was saying, it'll make you like a pie chart and break it down into different things. Like how much you spent on food and restaurants, how much you spent on like your rent, how much you spent on utilities or entertainment. And you can create a bunch of different categories. And then based on that, you'll be able to know like where exactly your money is going. And then in addition, once you have that information, then you can start to see like what you need to increase increase or decrease it by for those categories. So I think that Mint's really great because it's just a free app and it's really simple. So most people have found success using it. In terms of another app, one that we've looked into is called YNAB. And this is actually a pretty unique app because it makes you plan how you'll use every single dollar that you earn. And this is based on a concept called zero-based budgeting. So basically when you get your paycheck every month or every two weeks, depending on your case, then you'll have to decide where exactly you'll spend or use each and every dollar that you get. So that could be whether you put it into certain expenses, whether you spend it on some entertainment or wants, or whether you put that into savings or investing. And it's really useful because then you know where exactly all that money is going, and there's not really any room for error. Although the downside to this app is that YNAB actually costs $84 a year. So it could be kind of pricey, but I still think the zero-based budgeting concept is really interesting and is something that you could implement into your own budget, even if you use a different method. So, are there any other apps that you'd recommend, Sandra?
1: Yeah, another app is called Clarity Money, um, and it syncs with your accounts, and it also does subscription canceling and sc- credit score monitoring, monitoring. Excuse me, for free. So it's really interesting that it can do subscription canceling and credit score monitoring in particular because um, if anyone out there is like me (laughs) I feel like I talk about this in almost every single workshop that I ever talk about budgeting our credit cards in Um, but I have a lot of subscription services. I have Netflix Disney Plus, (laughs) Hulu Amazon Prime like all of them, every single everything Um, so For me, a big part of my budget is keeping on top of my subscription services. So doing subscription canceling in the app is really helpful because I currently have to like remember to cancel (laughs) subscriptions that I don't like or don't want anymore or if it was like a free trial or something. Um, So the fact that this app can do it in the app is really helpful because it consolidates everything to one place, especially if you're like me and you have a lot of subscription services. Um, The other thing is credit score monitoring, which if you have a credit card or you're interested in just building your credit or just looking at what your credit score is, um, that is also something super unique because It takes um, something that is another aspect of personal finance, a really important aspect of personal finance, and it puts it all in one place. So your budget and your credit score and making sure that all of your subscription services are in line are all in one place. And it's free. So that is also a plus because I know, especially for if you are a college student, which most of y'all are, definitely trying to, you know, save as much money as you possibly can. Um, because living on a college budget, you generally typically don't have that much free money to spend. Um, so I definitely think Clarity Money is a pretty unique app. And with its unique features and being free, I think is a really cool um, thing for people to use if you're interested in trying it. And then the fourth one and the last one that we're going to talk about is called Good Budget. It does not sync your accounts, though, is the very first thing that I'll say about it. Um, you have to manually add balances and spending and assign money to different types of expenses. Um, and it's $50 per year, but what makes it unique? Cause I know <laughs> just saying all of that doesn't really seem like it makes it that much. Um, it makes it worth it as a budgeting app, but what makes it really unique is that they use the envelope budgeting system. And that makes means that you have to allocate your monthly income towards different types of expenses. Um, so, I guess it's akin to, I've said this a few times in some workshops, we've attended them, and I think I also mentioned it in our very first episode ever, but it's kind of akin to the cash method. So um, you can think of the envelope budgeting system kind of like if this wasn't an app and this was real life, you take cash and you take whatever and you put it in an envelope and you say, this envelope is my entertainment envelope and I only have $20 to spend on entertainment. And as soon as the $20 run out, you can't use it anymore because your envelope is empty. Um, So that's kind of what this app does. It does the same thing, but it does it, you know, via app and not an actual physical envelope they have to carry around with you. Um, So it could be a really good way to keep yourself accountable and allocate your balances and your spending. Um, But a downside is, or not necessarily a downside, but a con could be that it's not as flexible because... Um, with that method, if you have, you know, $20 in entertainment, and then you spend all $20, you, if you're following your budget, you can't, you know, spend any more. (laughs) So it's definitely not as flexible in terms of um, trying to accommodate for different situations. But if you are trying to be more strict about your budgeting and your spending, it could be a really good um, app for you. Um, And like I mentioned. This
0: app does cost $50 per year though.
1: So yeah, there's that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think these are all some great recommendations. We talked about a few different apps and also other methods where you can track your spending. But before we close it off, we just want you guys to remember these few tips for budgeting in general. You might remember these from some of our other podcasts or even some of our workshops, but the first one would be just to make sure that your budget's flexible for any unexpected changes you never know when things can change for the good or bad maybe you get an unexpected promotion so now you have a lot more money to spend on but that doesn't mean you should go crazy with it and spend it on whatever you want <laughs> yeah but also on the other on the flip side of things maybe things start costing a little bit more where groceries get a little bit more expensive or you have some more unexpected Unexpected expenses that come up, so you have to spend a little more on things. So just make sure that although you're tracking your budget and you have these certain strategies for doing it, that you have some room for flexibility in case things change. If you're just starting out, then it's great to remember the 50-30-20 rules. So we talked about how 50% could go towards your needs, 30% could go to your, towards your wants, and then 20% towards either your savings, investings, or like saving for retirement, all those types of things. But again, these are just a, this is just a framework for you to start out with, and you want to still be flexible in case things change. The last one, which is what I was kind of talking about earlier, is that you should choose the tracking method that works best for you, because there's no really right way to do it as long as you're doing it consistently and responsibly, and making sure that you're keeping it flexible in case things change. So for some people, like Sandra, she talked about how she preferred a notebook, whereas I talked about how I preferred just using my banking app or also an Excel spreadsheet. But really, we as long as we're both doing what we need to do and keeping track of our money, then not either of us is like right or wrong. It's just based on your situation. So definitely if you're looking into some of these apps, then just know that you can take some of the best things from these apps or also some of these other methods and try to create one that works best for you. So do you have anything else to add on, Sandra?
1: I really think you tied it up really nicely. Yeah, it all depends on you. There's no one way that's more right or wrong than another Um, and I think all of these tools and all of these um, methods that we mentioned can be a really good great place for anyone to start Um, and also don't be afraid to experiment you know like I said I tried using an app but when we you know went online for most things I decided to switch back to paper because I wanted to limit my screen time so definitely don't be afraid to you know experiment or dabble in different methods um, and uh, see what works best for you. So with that being said, we will be linking um, links to where you can find these apps. And um, I'll link some paper budgeters. And Aditya, would you like to, are there any like Excel spreadsheets out there on like Reddit or something that you would like to recommend to people that we could possibly link
0: uh yeah i could probably find some or we also have a few like documents as well that we can put
1: awesome yeah we'll do that for y'all we'll link all of our um, recommendations of course the recommendations so if you find one that's better for you use that um but yeah we'll link all of that in our description box but we want to thank you so much for tuning in to the change matters podcast and tuning into this episode about how to track your spending with specific examples Um, We really appreciated the feedback that we got to do this episode. Uh, We thought it was really unique and we thought it was a good idea that we dive deeper into exactly what you guys can use to budget. So if you're listening and you have an idea for a podcast or is there something that you would like to hear us talk about, feel free to contact us. I'll put our Instagram information. You can DM us on Instagram or you can email us at commentscent at utls.edu, but the specific examples and the specific um, information will be in our description box of this podcast. Um, So feel free to contact us and reach out to us if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you'd like to reach out and um, book a one-on-one appointment. If you are a UT Dallas student, undergraduate student, um, feel free to do that and we would love to work with you and um, help you reach your personal finance goals. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have suggestions for future topics, feel free to let us know. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend, a colleague, a coworker, your mom, your dad, (laughs) anyone. And uh, let them know about the cool things that you're learning about personal finance. So that way you and your community can learn and grow together. So that being said, thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye, thank
0: you.